the RIA is the type of firm you run? <clears throat> yeah. So there's two. So there's the broker dealer world, and uh -huh. those are the the Merrill Lynch's, the Morgan Stanley's, the Stiffles of the world. And in the broker dealer world, they can charge a fee to manage money, but they can also charge a commission, you know, to buy or sell various investments. The RIA world uh, is a registered investment advisor, and typically a pure RIA only charges a fee on assets. So, for example, right. uh, if somebody has $100,000, we charge one and a quarter percent. We bill it quarterly, not one and a quarter billed each quarter, but 0.3125. Uh, there's no transaction to buy or sell. Uh, we use many of the major custodians like TD. Of course, they bought, got bought by Schwab, uh, Fidelity, Pershing. Uh, and there's some actually some other custodians that are starting to come along. So, you know, there are hybrid RIA firms that, you know, people are dual licensed and they can do, you know, sell insurance and, and, and do some commission-based products. But really the spectrum is, are you a broker-dealer firm or are you an RIA? And we like the RIA because what you alluded to from a fiduciary standpoint, we were, you know, we, we were kind of that weird cat at the broker-dealer firm at Smith Barney and Morgan Stanley because we always charged a fee to manage money. And all my, you know, coworkers would be like, why do you do that? And I'm like, because it's the right thing to do. And you know, I'll never forget, I had one guy tell me, he's like, well, I can spin some of these accounts and make three, five, eight, ten percent on commission. And I and I and you know, sometimes you know, you can be very prescient. And I, I remember saying to him, at some point in the future, there's going to be no more commissions charged by anybody. And sure enough, I was right because what ended up happening is about five, six years ago, the entire industry went commission-free. Nobody gets charged a commission to buy or sell a stock or a bond anymore. So, you know, I, I we like the RIA platform, uh, you know, because again, we're fiduciary. I got to look at you, the client, and say, okay, how much risk can you take? Uh, and am, am I doing the right thing for you? I mean, that's really what it comes down to. So... So are your clients typically older? I would assume it's more older generation because you do a lot of 401ks and retirement planning as well. Or is, do you have, a, do you have a, a fair mixed bag of old and young people? As yeah, clients? I mean, it, it always skews older because, mm -hmm. you know, older people have the money. But, you know, we've, we've got. And they're planning uh, to do, know, trying to plan what to do with their money, too. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, young you know, people love spending are, money. Right. Like people in your generation are coming on strong now because once again, you've what we've all heard, there's several trillion dollars in assets moving mm -hmm. from one generation to another. We have clients where we have the clients, we have their adult children, and we have their children. And one of the other things I like about being an RIA is that when we were at the wirehouse, they were like, Oh, you have to have an account with a hundred thousand dollar minimum. I was like, Are you kidding me? Uh and and we used to recoil in horror when a wealthy client would say, Hey, can you open a $10,000 IRA for my, my kid, because we were actually dinged for doing that. And I'm like, well, wait a minute, you know, if this person sees that we have to charge them X, Y, Z fee, you know, when they eventually inherit the money, they're going to be like, I don't want to deal with you. So uh, we don't charge any fee for anybody below 10,000. We're trying to get that next generation of investor to get exposed to what's going on out there. Um, and, and, you know, that's the latitude we have of running our own business where we can do that. And, and you can't do that at, at, you know, a lot of these, you know, larger wirehouse firms. I mean, uh, you, you can do it, but they send you to an 800 number. Now that kind of dovetails into what's, what's happened with, you know, I hate to say your generation, but a lot of young people, uh, you know, there's a lot of these robo advisors. Mm -hmm. And when the market was real hot, 
you know, billions of dollars were pouring in robo-advisors and they were buying Vanguard funds, et cetera. And I always said the day will come when people get enough money where they say, well, wait a minute, you know, these robo-advisors are good, but, you know, the market, for example, in 2022 is down, you know, 20%. And what's my robo-advisor doing? And, And what we found all along is that as people get more money, uh, you know, they want to talk to somebody. They don't want to be like an 800 number. Uh, you know, they want to ha- they want to have somebody that you know gives them some ideas, some vision, strategy. We do well. We do a ton mm-hmm. of strategy at our shop. So, like, I had a call. Uh, we happen to specialize in police and uh, teachers. Uh, you know, that's our strong. You know, one of our verticals. And I had an officer today. He's going to be retiring in two or three years. He just wanted to chat for like a half an hour, like, hey, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. And I be, I was like, hey, did you think about this or this? And, you know, that's that strategy really helps people. And I think younger people are desperate for to have to talk to somebody to give them some strategies, really what they are.